In some way, shape or form, we spend most of our time working. Why not make the best of it? Hi, thanks for listening. Hope you're well. This is PD at the Art of Self-Development. This podcast is for everyone who's interested in psychology, motivation, people skills, and other areas in which we can develop who we are for ourselves and for the people around us. This episode is about something that is quite important for most of us, I should say for all of us, and this is work. That's the topic. And there are two parts to this episode, or two parts to the exercise, or to the morning routine that you do at work. And the first part has to do with your co-workers or your clients, that is, the people you work with or work for, which I do not really distinguish between that much. And the second part is about productivity. How to get more done, how to be more organized in a very simple and easy-to-do way and to enjoy the process much more. Now, the very first and most important thing about work is the people you work with. And I've learned that by becoming more focused on the people around me at work and being more open, more helpful, more friendly, it's easier to get things done and it's much more efficient. And it makes the difference quite often between hell and bliss at work. And the little routine that I have around this is when I get into my office in the morning, the first thing to do is I sit back in my chair and I visualize and I see myself dealing with each and every one of my co-workers for just a moment as if we have the best possible relationship. And this, this only takes a moment. What matters is I get the picture in my mind's eye of the friendliest, most useful relationship. And this can be tricky sometimes because you don't always work with people you already like. And in this case, what can help a lot is asking yourself the question, what do I like about this person? And this is not always easy if your coworker is a big jerk or that's what you think. So what I propose that you do is think of a lesson that this person taught you. For example, this person taught me to be on my toes, to notice things that I did not notice before, to become a stronger person, to be more compassionate, 
to take the bullet for the team and survive and become more powerful and more respected as a result. Because all of these can happen. As I said, this can be a little bit difficult for most people, I think, but I found it to be the most useful. And this does not mean that people should get away with things or that it's okay if somebody steps out of line and does things that they shouldn't do. All this means is you can take any situation and make the most of it. Another tip, sometimes we can all get self-conscious about our own perceived weaknesses and we can get defensive. I think it's very useful to try to not do that. And you can make this switch by focusing more on other people. And I think this should be your default state. It's very useful and very helpful. Sometimes I may need to focus on the organization as a whole or on the mission statement that we have of helping people, for example, in some way. And this will make it easier and more natural to step outside of my head and be more approachable, be more open and be more appreciated by other people as a result. So this is the first part. Now the second part of the work routine is productivity. And I have a rule to be as productive in the morning as possible. And this simple rule, what it does is it sets me up to being the most productive. Because one of the worst things I could do is I come to work late, I spend a lot of time going through my email, maybe have some unproductive chat with my coworkers, and then slowly start doing something. It's not a good start of the day. And when it comes to the routine or when it comes to the exercise, to be more productive without burning more energy, you need a goal first. Many people make the mistake of working aimlessly without having priorities and without specifying their goal. Another thing about goals is the more specific and the simpler you make your goals, the easier it will be to accomplish goals. This will create a state that we sometimes call the flow. Flow is an experience where you do things and you're so engrossed, you're enjoying the activity so much, you lose track of time and you kind of forget yourself. And this is a state where an activity is the most enjoyable and where you are the most efficient. This is why flow is where you want to be at work. And there is a very simple exercise that I've devised to get you in this state. 
the first step is setting a goal, possibly with a time limit. Now, when you're setting goals, you want to set a goal that is easy, that you can get to very quickly. Almost, you might think, too quickly. For example, one of the first things that I do in the morning is I open my email box and I go through the email that I have very quickly. Now, most of what I have there is not very important. These are things that I'm kind of interested in, but not that much. And most of it is not work-related. It's my personal email. And I essentially set the goal of going through each individual email. So I open it, I scan it, I usually don't read it thoroughly, I don't take my time because it would be time lost most of the time. And I kind of mentally pat myself on the back after each email. And I repeat this process maybe 10 times or a dozen times. And if I do this right, what happens, I get in the right mindset. Just by repeating the action of setting a goal, achieving it, and praising myself, or letting myself feel good for achieving it. And this is a very simple exercise that works perfectly if you do it right. And you may have to play with this a little bit. Create a simple goal, achieve it, pat yourself on the back and move on. As with every other ritual or technique, experiment with it, see what works for you, make notes about it, so that you adjust continuously to make this work the best and have fun with it. You are the sum total of your thoughts. Your thoughts create pictures which lead to your actions. Your actions create habits. Your habits create who you are. Who you are, in turn, determines what you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Art of Self-Development. If you think you got some value out of this episode, or you know someone you think might benefit from this podcast, tell your friends. If you have an insight that you'd like to share, you can write me at pdartofsd at gmail.com. Keep doing your part to enrich your life and through your actions leave the world better than you found it.